0: What is up all you hooligans, thank you for tuning in to the Taylor Price Podcast. This episode's intro music is brought to you by my guest and friend Jordan Anthony. I need you guys all to click the link tree in the description to go support my friend Jordan. He is a wonderful creator, a great artist, and he makes really hilarious YouTube videos. He went to the Minnesota State Fair and interviewed everybody that he could find and accidentally ran into Chet Holmgren. We're going to have to talk about that on a future podcast But thank you guys again for tuning into the Taylor Price podcast. And the intro music is brought to you by my guest today, Jordan Anthony. Hey Taylor! Taylor Price, my guy.
1: Guys, I told you I don't. Once we move into the baseball yeah. field, you lose, <laughs> yeah. me, bro. I, 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 my man, my family grew up watching all the sports, and I just kind of tapped out of baseball. I don't and know. I played funny. a little when I was a kid, but
0: did you? You played little league, though? Yeah, I little okay. league. I
1: played t-ball. Okay. Uh, Played (laughs) a little bit of baseball. I know the plays, but just like the league
0: itself, yeah. Just like, dude, I I don't understand any of it. Yeah, that's that's one of those things where, like, now that I'm able to educate other people, I'm definitely gonna do that. So. Uh, but welcome to the Taylor Price Podcast You can see our socials over here This is Jordan Anthony This is my what co-worker do, My yeah. co-worker bro But he's also a music producer And somebody who I uh, I admire very much In the space, in the creative space Because I cannot do music Even though <laughs> I sing Like I can sing and that's it
1: Yeah <laughs> um, I've been working on music for a while um, Yeah, my name's Jordan Anthony Nice to meet you guys um, Thank you for having me, Taylor Yeah, no um, problem Thanks for I, being on your first yeah.
0: podcast ever Yeah, yeah.
1: I, This is... He was just asking me a while ago, a second ago, um, I told him that I have a buddy that has a podcast. He said, wow, how did I end up with being the first one to have you on? And honestly, I think it's just his persistence. He's very passionate about what he wants to do, and he's always talking about some ideas. Um, I'm a very passionate person, and for somebody who's been kind of creatively MIA, I've been very inspired by Taylor to just get back into prioritizing my creative drive. So doing stuff like this is right aligning with where I want to be and collaborating
0: collaborating with other creatives for sure. I appreciate um, that so much yeah, because, no uh, I mean, I will say <laughs> I got inspired by another coworker of ours. Yeah. Mike was the one who initially got me back into Mike's it. Mike's great too. All right, and Mike's listening great. to the, the yeah. Minnesota Mike podcast, another shout out as yeah. well. Because shout out to Mike. Yeah, dude, he, he really does do a great job. And I, I love listening to his takes on sports. He's a, he's a very calm presence. And yeah. I, and I for love it. Sure. And he's the workhorse at our bank. I mean, yeah. uh, we're not going to say what bank we work at. Yeah, but, for sure. Uh, we definitely have a great crew over there. And yes. I think that's what's fostered such a fun yeah. environment for us. It's
1: great because we all are kind of involved in something outside of work or, yeah. or have like yeah. a certain drive to do something you know what I mean absolutely it's it's great because I mean we're all kind of in the same age group um but it's it's either way older or younger I think we all connect and it's a great energy um for sure we
0: have a lot of young like managers and I think what is cool about the environment that we have is that a lot of people are are trying to learn from each other um you're in the spot where I get to teach you but then you get to teach me some stuff as well because you're going to be learning the newer stuff that they, that they change. Yeah. That's something that we, uh, you know, you grow with that with like on YouTube with content creating, like, I've been learning from Kev Brado because that dude in the YouTube space has already established himself. So I'm gonna just I'm just gonna ask him all the time like, does this thumbnail look good? Like, which thumbnail should I use? That's
1: the best way to. I mean, we were talking about this together too a couple weeks ago at work. But um, that's the best way to kind of shape and 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 develop your platform is to look at someone who's already kind of did what you want to do, and it's just like a template, really. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's nothing wrong with. A little bit of copy and paste as long as you put your own twist on it and integrate your own personality into your yeah. platform like the, i know there's creators out there who are you know following the trends and it's cool to get through the algorithm that way but um i think that nevertheless you should also put your own twist on it so you're a
0: recognizable channel yeah people can come back to you for a certain reason well i want my personality <clears throat> as well to speak for itself yeah. i mean that's the hardest thing i think with youtube is is how do you how do you create your voice like what is going to you know hit home with most people and uh right. I don't want to foster a community that is also like toxic I mean Yeah. that is that is the worst thing sure. in the world we've yeah. seen that but then I don't want to mislead people I mean the Logan Pauls of the world the Jake yeah. Pauls of the world doing all this all these crypto scams and stuff like that right. like heck no. no like I'm not about that so yeah. um but with with that being said I want to I have a I have a had something i wanted to talk about sure for i sure. did i did write a bunch of stuff down that we had to talk about Most i mean def. i also have some quotes from you from work so okay i mean I could read, oh my god i could also know so, well. <laughs> yeah go ahead go ahead put it <laughs> well, on me bro well you so both of us we work with some pretty funny people but yeah i mean it's funny i have a note in my in my notes here that's funny things my coworkers say and my man, my man Jordan made the list. So um, I'm not even gonna
1: rem- remember when I said this. I just know I said it. But y- no you idea.
0: said it in the midst of like between trainings and something. <laughs> he like wrote that. down the day, the time. Oh, I whatever. didn't do that. He's <laughs> like, it was Tuesday. The I <laughs> should. <laughs> I really should start 12 dating these. At 12:09 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I should be like start date these. Start date <laughs> these. Uh, quote unquote, the public internet has everything. The
1: public internet. Okay, I okay, I testify that I feel like. We were talking about something on you gotta, the internet. Got to testify. <laughs> okay, and and I believe I th- I don't know what the topic was, but I just I wanted to make a point that things on the internet um are pu- like are public like nowadays like you know everything that we that we that we see is all public. So Absolutely. say 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 something happens in the world. And and you're not affected by it back in the day because like you never heard about it. Now the internet is like this outlet where everyone can chime in on one specific thing. Yeah, yeah. And now it's a perception of, like a demise. You know what I mean? I mean,
0: like, when you elaborate the sentence and you break it down. Yeah,
1: like, so I wanted to... I, you're, I wanted you're very
0: to, deep. When yeah. When you say it, when you just look at it, face it, it, it value. was so vague <laughs> when I said it. Yeah, the public...
1: Internet, it made a lot of sense in my head. But, yeah. but basically, the consensus is, yeah, like, we all see a car crash that happened somewhere on the... You know, somewhere in a random state online. Now, we assume that, you know, the world has bad drivers. But what about, like, back in the 90s when there was no internet and you never heard about certain things outside of your city or this that and the third like i mean news has always been around but i think the the general rule is that we have too much access to information these days and Mm. it's just yeah it's so influential
0: (laughs) it's it's come it comes from every source that we look at too it's almost like every app that we have also was like oh yeah did you hear about this yeah
1: it's like i don't know yeah so
0: uh i also have a matilda theory i don't know if i've told you about this
1: matilda, i like that movie you
0: remember that movie it's yeah, a great movie right great danny movie. devito and
1: they did a remake just recently didn't they did they yeah there's a remake uh, I, on I like netflix or something
0: i definitely don't want to see it because the first yeah. matilda was so good i don't
1: know if it's a show or what but yeah. but
0: i have a theory that matilda is she's actually a jedi because if you think about it she can move things with her mind okay and that alone already says that she's got the the triglycerins or whatever the heck are sure. in her blood system. Sure. But that also means that Danny DeVito is too, because how does how does Matilda become a Jedi without his her dad being a Jedi?
1: Mm. Let me ask you this: <laughs> is, is that not just an adaptation of telekinesis, like in
0: general? I mean, we are, and we, are, but we are talking I mean, about space cowboys with with laser swords. True. True. But. I mean, Cause it, if you
1: take the concept of telekinesis, that's pretty much what star wars grew- like grew off of I mean obviously okay. like 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 lightsabers and stuff is like their own thing, but like I think that you're on the money, it's just the fact that she might just be a straight like <laughs> she wh- might be a fucking jedi yeah bro. yeah i mean yeah she she might actually be without a jedi. the sabers, without the space like involved without the i mean. She could be. That's what Under I'm. Under the table.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's a theory Straight that up. I have. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> she could potentially. I mean, Danny DeVito. In it would be just funny to see Danny DeVito in like it's always sunny. Yeah. Just because if you're the theory is if you're in one show as a cartoon character, right? And you're in another one, you're in that universe. Yeah. And if yep. that if that's if that theory proves true, if he if Danny DeVito was in one movie and he's in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, sure. that means that he means could, two
1: movies are in the same universe.
0: That means Luke Skywalker cinematic. could be closely related to Danny DeVito in It's Always Sunny.
1: Dude, how did you come up with?
0: All Come that on. came from me just writing down Matilda th- theory. She's a Jedi. She's a Jedi. There's literally three notes on here. Two <laughs> notes on here.
1: There's like that's the end of the summer. Maybe. That's it. She's a Jedi. That means Danny DeVito is too. <laughs> Case closed.
0: <laughs> <My God. laughs> I can't might might drop this one, but <laughs> I would if I could. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I don't know. I felt like that was. Um, uh, one of my better theories. That's a good movie, though. A lot of people would have no
1: idea what you're talking about. You got the right guy on here for that.
0: A hundred percent. Now, this is one that I wish I, I wish I had thought of. But this was Kenzie. This is a hundred percent Kenzie. Okay. Uh, Kenzie's our coworker as well. Uh, and I'm gonna have to censor the second word of this. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what you're about to say. She's talking about white Gatorade. What do you think she could infer? About white Gatorade. Let's just Um, just be honest. No comment. She called it the cum-colored Gatorade with a little extra salt.
1: Oh my gosh, Kenzie! I could hear her saying that, dog. I'm never gonna look at that drink the same. First of all, I don't, I don't drink Gatorade, let alone the white Gatorade, Weird Flex Gatorade, um, Weird Flex Powerade. Could never. I don't think you, they have. You
0: know the white cherry? They have a white cherry one. Oh, you damn. didn't know about the know. white Powerade? That's okay. All right. Okay. I know That's about okay. white
1: Gatorade. I don't know about what, White Powerade. White th- Powerade I'm yeah. not putting any
0: white drink. Don't say it too in slow. my mouth. Don't say White Powerade I'm not putting too any slow. white
1: liquid in my mouth. Okay. I don't believe that that would suit my mouth very well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> say it to the camera. Say
0: say it to the camera.
1: <laughs> I don't believe white liquid.
0: <laughs> Do not say should w- go in my Don't say White Powerade slowly white powerade don't don't say it <laughs> <laughs> it's where it's where you put the emphasis in it honestly though bro you got to say it quick if you're going to say with a flavor that you drink white drinking. powerades just say white powerade take out the aid part white power <laughs> thank you <laughs> it took you a second i love you bro bro <laughs> you have to
1: like tug my mind in that direction because naturally i don't think like I know. that
0: obviously i'm a little more desensitized yeah i can tell <laughs> and that's okay i ride that line i'm like i'm okay with that <laughs> oh my god i've always been that way oh my god i when I, I i told you i used to be a liar when i was a kid so nowadays i just try to tell the truth but sure that means that when like forcefully all that bullshit happens like I can see it plain as day. That sounds like a lot
1: of internal conflict you got going on there. Well, man. it's
0: not internal anymore. <laughs> it's
1: out. It's, it's it's all external. Yeah, I argue a lot. You, obviously you get the argumentative goosebumps
0: yeah have you seen have you seen me oh true I, I could be I could be an you attorney. and Christy
1: be 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 tugging on She's some like strongly my, worded debates they're
0: man. like my sisters they like, seriously are and like, like that's how I would talk to a sister and you like, t-
1: one thing about people with strong opinions which I consider you and Christy and Kenzie to be yeah are it's a it's a it's a dangerous zone for mm-hmm. headbutting yeah. And so you take a concept that you're strongly opinionated about, and she might be as well, but on the opposite side of the argument.
0: Yeah, I mean, I try my best to, like, I, I got to be able to see the whole picture, and sometimes I do get narrow-minded. And sure. I'm okay with that. It's just that I got to be able to realize it. Well, that's what happens when you care so much about a certain... Oh, I'm, I'm a passionate yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean... You I get so involved Watching the it. game that you can see here, the highlights I was watching, like, even that, like still gives me a heart attack yeah. i mean the yesterday was a great day Crazy. in sports i mean especially Crazy. for the vikings but also we watched some ufc last night i mm-hmm. met i met joey and austin yep. to to man. one dude those dudes are cool as fuck. Jo-
1: joey and austin are two of my closest friends man i mean you'll meet the other guys but um we all grew up together went to burnsville um went to um grew up in that area and i think that ultimately like, we just decided to stay connected after high school. None of us yeah. really did
0: college. And I mean, yeah, except for Austin. Yeah, Austin ended up going. But um, yeah, because Austin is in college right now at Cato. But yeah. that that's that's crazy to me. Like, yeah. I, it was we talked about that last night, how, like, it was instilled in us to, yeah, like, go to college our entire right. lives. Like, I was told I was going to be like a ditch digger if I didn't. Yeah.
1: Well, to be honest, bro, they highlight so much about this image of college and all. You know, uh, when you think of college and you're a kid, you you think of like a university. Yeah. You don't think of these like subsidiary colleges or like these nah. uh, these alternatives or anything. The idea is to be all in. You know, a social structure like high school yeah. and middle school. And when you find out that that's not a guarantee, it kind of diminishes the like. I mean, for me, I can't speak for everyone, but for yeah, me, yeah. someone—I'm not saying I wanted to go to college just for friendship, but I feel like like having that social structure outlet
0: is a great way to get that, through. That is school. An, a huge advertisement, yeah. basically. Yeah, like, yeah. you're gonna go to college because. Your friends go to college. Right. So you fail the
1: ACT and you've got all this division going on between who's going, who's not, where you're going, where you get accepted. It's just, for me, it was too much. By the time I went to college, it was like Normandale, bro. And it was like, okay, even that was, it it wasn't that bad. It was actually better than I expected, but still not what I wanted. There's
0: still some like high school... I want to say that there's still some high school like aspects to community yeah, college because sure. like there's still the clickiness mm-hmm. like when you're at a four-year college you, there's so many people you're able to reinvent yourself because even if you see people you know mm-hmm. which I did it's mm-hmm. not like they I had any classes with them they were none of them were interested in the shit I was interested in right none of them were exactly. outgoing enough to be on like to try to be on the radio program right. or anything like that so it was it was easy for me to like make my own friends and like kind of like just restart yeah but did I have to spend 30 grand a year to do that no and I could have learned all that stuff on my own and the fact that they still try to shove books down your throat is is so annoying
1: I was lucky enough to have be a part of the FAFSA grant um just with me being I guess I don't know what all the prerequisite like prerequisite um qualifications are but I know that some about my mom being like a single mom oh yeah certain incomes like you know certain um like uh economic like hardships and stuff like that but yeah. um when when i went it, it was cool because you would get these reimbursements that would hit your account from yeah. just yeah. i guess not like there's a budget from from what right. your what your what your what your tuition is covering and what your books are covering and then they send you the rest they send you the reimbursement for the the di- di- the difference and yeah. um it was cool because like they had a whole cafeteria where obviously you'd have to spend real money but um
0: you could use like your you like,
1: you like use your reimbursements mm-hmm. for like so for the first like i guess semester i was eating good bro <laughs> yeah. like i would get those reimbursements weekly for like uh, well Every couple of weeks for the first semester, and it was I was just eating like pasta, pizza, like bro. They the know, the college pizza is very. Yeah, good. It was so good. Like that's one thing that Normandale gets right is like they they might be a community college, but they're the community college. It's like you don't want to consider anyone else because they have like a lot of that college feel. Right, and I I really really re- really wish that they would offer like on site like stuff
0: like but like they don't so. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a oxymoron when you think about it like how you think that with all these with all these tools and with all this money that these colleges have that they'd be able to provide all that stuff yeah. for you. Right. But no, it's like not even a week ago Inclusive. I got, I got an email from the alumni program asking me for a donation. I'm like all that tuition money I gave you, you spent it.
1: Well, there's another theory that well, it's not really a theory, but it's there's another um what would you call that? It's it's known that that just like banks operate as businesses. Colleges actually have very very similar um business
0: Yeah, they have like um, a similar business model. model. Yeah. yeah. Like they
1: they they have this like like this inclusion of like everyone who attends obviously pays money. So that's kind of like a member at a credit union. And then you have the professors, which are employees.
0: Right. Or like the managers, kind of.
1: It's just very, it's very, college is business. It's a business. And so, I mean, high schools are too, I guess, but they're more community-based. Colleges are very, 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 unless you're going to somewhere specific that's like an HBCU or somewhere that's like super community organized, colleges are not very they're there and that's no nothing against them but like
0: it's just they the just facts. don't have the resources yeah. to kind of match that i mean winona state was such a big school i was lucky yeah. but like did i maximize my usage of all the resources probably not mm-hmm. like the 1.5 million dollar gym mm-hmm. is getting used by the freaking basketball and volleyball teams right. like it's not going to get used by the students as much as it is going to be used by the student athletes yeah. and so when i tried to become one it was just one of those like well i hope i get to use it because right. i don't know hitting golf balls indoors sounds like a lot of sure. fun. i don't know well i i don't know if you i don't i wouldn't say you missed out on the college experience to be honest because like what you have I with your friends out. is is definitely the similar experience like yeah. i'm not gonna lie like you maybe you missed out on some parties but from from our talks it sounds like you got that anyways like yeah i mean i went
1: to some part i would the thing about me and i'm gonna give you a little background of like my school like i guess um like popularity level or whatever would you call that like where i
0: yeah i guess like your social status social status straight up so
1: i was and i considered myself and was probably considered as well to be like a new kind of like a new kind of like popular Um, And what I mean by that is, like, not your traditional, like, you're a jock, you're, you're, like, you do something extracurricular in the school and that makes you well-known. I, our generation was, like, the waking age of, like, what we know to be, like, the internet now. Right. You know, like, social media. Like, so, amongst that, I, I became, like, an influencer. So, I, on Facebook vine was popular as you know what at the time yeah it was very popular i i took my creative like intuition and started making these funny videos on facebook which would go viral which would hit a lot of different like people's pages and faith in, in, where we live and, and across like the country. And I promise you, like, I could pull you up. I got a video that has 500,000 views from 2014. Damn. Just of me, just in uh, just, just one video. That's just, right. And right. this is not a flex. So I swear to you, if my mom was here, she would tell you that from the age of like 13 years old right. to like 18 years old, I would go to the mall. I would go to public places that, you know, and people would stop me for pictures. They would, you know, I was known to be what was called Facebook famous. And this is not a flex, like a couple hundred likes. This was like, I was, I was really, I was really hitting it. So eventually, by the time high school came around, I was pretty well known. Yeah. And I could pretty much hang out with whoever I wanted. I wasn't your typical, you're in this friend group, you're in that friend group. I had my own friend group and we would, I guess like, we were the out. We were the outline. We were the we were the outsiders, dude. We, okay, okay. You know, okay. we were like the the outsiders who were breaking like all of the normalities of what because you just wanted structures. to fit
0: in with whatever group kind of like felt good at the time, I guess. Well, 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 yeah.
1: Even though we had our own friend group and we had our own kind of like goofballish like image to us, we were still super super like yeah. influential and like we had like style like we had like the new <laughs> the newest drip like we had like this was us bro like we were different like when you when you see like how a time is developing And you include that into like traditional high school social structure, right? Like that, we were like influential. I want to say because like people people
0: were probably copying you guys
1: too. Bro, there are so many people who wanted to be like us or be like your style. Just be like anyone that be in our friend group. Like it wasn't like we were hard and we would do initiation processes but it was like bro our our friend group ran off loyalty and yeah it kind of
0: took it took time and trust like right. you gotta build that
1: that was something that couldn't have been bro it there was have so many there's
0: so many fake people in high school and mm-hmm. i recognize that because so i got i got like famous at one school first right and then moved schools which in the middle of seventh grade sure. which is a death sentence mm. if you are a young kid and Mm. you have a bunch of friends Mm. and then all of a sudden you like move out in the middle of middle school, Mm. unless you make the best impression of all time. I've
1: heard that. Yeah. You're going to, you're going
0: to end up having the worst high school experience. So by the time I got to high school, I had uh, the only way I could survive was if I was like, like a nomad, Mm. like where, like I was my own entity, like where like I had friends, like I had a kind of a solid friend group, but like people who knew me, knew me as like an athlete, and then the people who I was friends with knew me as like somebody who was like a creative because mm-hmm. I was in like choir and yeah. I had played violin in the past and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that's a great way to transition. Right. Um and it's almost the only way in yeah. like high school like I think that in a similar way I had those connections I, I like I mentioned I was kind of acceptable in other friend groups because not only was I like this dude on the internet who made funny videos and made everyone laugh, that's I think I unified thing but yeah. also i I was a little bit of an athlete towards the end of high school um i ran track and in the beginning of middle school i did basketball so people yeah. knew me to be like this person who would do athleticism every now and then okay so i mean yeah. i mean
0: i was the gym tryhard because i sure. played sports too like for me right. like we would i mean i was good at sports i'd right. play basketball up until my junior year and yeah. then baseball from eighth grade up until my senior year I was playing up in high school Mm -hmm. so like everyone knew me as a baseball player obviously I came from a baseball school so it was a little it was a little easy for people to be like oh yeah he's good at that Mm -hmm. but like they didn't care right that school didn't care about that they wanted you to play football I didn't play football because I don't know I had too many concussions and i had recognized that even as a young kid like when people didn't recognize like your brain starts your brain chemistry changes. Yeah. After you get knocked out a few times, mm. so I was like, "No, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna stick to what I am good at." Yeah. And uh, I don't know that ruffled people's feathers. It's easy to try things in to
1: get good at those things that you're trying, but still not feel connected to it. Yeah,
0: I mean, we would play football in gym class, and trust me, I played I played football in my backyard right. all the time. Right. We actually, and my brother could attest to this. We would. My dad and us, like, we spray-painted football lines in our backyard one year just so that we could play backyard football with our friends. Right. And we would do that all the time. We'd play baseball in the front yard. Like, we would play basketball in the street. like. So, like, sports always came natural. But, like, when you don't play the sport that other people want you to play, somehow it ruffled people's feathers.
1: Yeah. I can, bro, I can, like, relate to that so much because, like I mentioned, like, my first my first sport was baseball and then basketball was like very shortly after that. And then track was much later in high school, but it's not that I'm not athletic. It's not that I don't like being athletic. It's just the fact that I think my, 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 my intuition was calling me elsewhere. Right. And I think that in this is since we're on the topic of like social structure and like traditional school friend groups and, and acceptance groups, I think it's so much pressure to be involved in extracurricular activities. But I always oh, yeah. felt this bounding energy in, in, in almost like a question within me, like, why aren't there more outlets for kids to do what they want, like, like support yeah. groups or like there was there, there was like, you know, there was clubs. But yeah. even the clubs were super specific. Yeah. I'm the, like, bro, the, I don't
0: want to be in drama. The video game like, club became the Yu Gi Oh club. Like, they were only playing, they weren't playing video it's games. Like, come on. Now. Like, I would, I would join this so that you guys would want to play, like, Halo with me. I had yeah. to search out the people that wanted to play Halo. It's with
1: like, me. come on. We need, what we really, really needed, this would have sufficed, I promise you, is a, a, a club or a group that dedicated itself to just supporting whatever the heck you wanted to do.
0: Right, it's going to be it's just going to be like an innovation club or yeah. like an intuition club like a like, self-development yeah. club
1: like yeah. straight up and and I think today there are there's way more ch- I bet you or like or like a
0: career development club. I
1: promise you today like with all of this like diversity and inclusion that's the, that 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 our generation is trying to spew out in in the younger um the younger I mean kids Um, trying to be like more progressive and more um, themselves this is probably an idea that would have like been way more popular today but um, I I definitely feel like that was so far far far-fetched when we were in high school Um, even you know
0: yeah no no people didn't think about that stuff no even like
1: 10 years ago it would have just been too much it's like you don't want to play basketball you don't want to play sports you don't want to be in one of our already established clubs and you're like a no like you're like a nobody
0: i mean it it even (laughs) takes it it it, it take it gets taken further on youtube too because kids see like a famous youtuber and they're like well i want to do that but then they also want to play sports but Mm -hmm. it's like you have to have so much money to be able to do both Mm -hmm. like and if you're unless your parents are like stinking rich and then
1: you have to also
0: face the acceptance of your parents like well and and your youtube audience too because you're gonna have to accept failure yeah like if you want to post and like be successful like i think about that all the time like i'm gonna post videos and i know sometimes people aren't gonna watch right and that that's a failure to me but like i'm not gonna just delete every video that doesn't work out Mm. because it hurts my ego yeah but like i have to work through it right it feels like these kids are not going to be able to work through that if they if they rid themselves of that like they just protect themselves from from
1: yeah um a lot a lot of kids they they'd make those decisions early on and i think that i was a part of that as well but um nowadays kids do a really good job of coming in and knowing exactly what they want and they stick to it i'm inspired by the stick-to-itiveness that even like 13, thirteen, twelve fourteen, fifteen, sixteen yeah. year olds. It's the influence. It is the influence. Like if they want to be a YouTuber, they're dedicated to it.
0: There's just it's an oversaturation at yeah. this point. Like and I'm I'm a part of it. Like I've been a part of it though. Yeah. Like I was a YouTuber in the past, like doing gaming channel stuff only. And like it was it was fun and like the only thing that like I remember about the old Call of Duty scene was just how fucking like how political it got. Like, I'm a 13-year-old right. kid, and some dude hacked my channel and deleted it. Bro, I could tell you about that, bro. That shit, That's just oh because he was mad that gosh. I hit 15, like, or 1.5K. And, like, back bro, then, hit, oh hitting, gosh. back in, like, 2013, back in, or sorry, back in, like, 2010, mm-hmm. rather. Like, back when Modern for Two was, like, about to come out. Hitting a thousand subscribers was like hitting twenty thousand subscribers. No, for sure. Like it was like for a sure. big deal. And I hit one point five K and this dude hacked my channel and then deleted it. Just deleted everything. I'm gonna tell you something exactly
1: exactly the same that happened to me. So I started off my YouTube channel career when I was about ten years old. I was doing toy reviews. My name was Optimus Ten because I was obsessed oh, hell yeah. Optimus Ten because I was obsessed <laughs> yeah. I was ten years old. I was obsessed with Transformers. The Transformers movie had came had come out um a, a year or two prior to that, um and I was just I was just gonna I was obsessed I was obsessed with everything that was a toy like everything that was an action figure Transformers, um, Iron Man Marvel stuff Spider Man stuff I was reviewing it then, Beyblade made its reappearance so that was the biggest thing, Beyblade um metal uh, uh Metal Master something like that. Uh, I was obsessed with Beyblade. Beyblade was like huge for me too. Took like. my channel's niche and focused it all on Holy Beyblade. Shit. Got got together with a few friends in my neighborhood. We started like making these Beyblade real life videos. We were the first ones to do that. I promise you God could take me if I'm lying. We were the <laughs> first ones to start the Beyblade real life in real life. So we we did these characters. We had our own characters that we made, and we did these live-action episodes. Bro, I uh, want to watch uh, these. Bro, they're gone. I'm going to tell you what happened. So the moral of the story is I got so popular. My, my YouTube channel name became May 43 because my mom's name is Deidre. She went by Didi. Her middle name is Marie, so Didi May is her nickname, Everyone, all her friends. Okay. And then she was 43 years old at the time. So I don't know. I just use hey, that
0: back then. That's how you made your name, bro. Type
1: Easy. in DD May 43. And you're going to see a bunch of search results. Not my channel, but people are going to just a bunch of videos challenging DD May 43 with my Beyblade like, cause they, you know, it was like a, it was like, you had power. Okay. Like you, like oh, my the ba- response videos. Like response. Yeah. That. Like challenging, like challenging DD may 43 with my power, like challenging him with my Beyblade, blade, challenging my Bey, My Bay is more powerful than his. Blah, blah, blah Cause I was, I was also known to be this, this myth that I kind of created and I s- succeeded was this person who had the most powerful Beyblade on, on YouTube, bro. And you I just,
0: you just blew my fucking bro, mind. I promise bro. you I
1: was famous as shit. Just with Beyblades, like, blades. That's the sh- Shit. I swear, and and I I oh could my attest. God. My friend, I have a friend who I grew up with doing these videos, and he could attest if I called him right now. Yeah. If I called him right now, he could say we were the guy, we were those guys. And I want if I had to give you a subscriber count, my memory's like, it's man, I have no idea. But I want to go ahead and say. It had to be t- uh, over ten thousand or more bro. subscribers. I promise you. I promise you. And I'm on. The,
0: man, I'm man. on the road to one k now, yeah, dude, and I'm like trying to get back to that and getting ten thousand subscribers. The channel's even gone, back yeah. then or even now. Just just seems like so far fetched. Like I don't know why, but yeah. So it, there was this Hayden dude on on there that named Beyblader HD. He was Beyblader ha- H- HD. He still has bro. his video
1: on there challenging my. He built my Beyblade with his own parts. And and basically, and tried to embarrass me by making a video of his him putting his against mine. Then he basically made a fake account saying he could get me up. So this was before Google AdSense, obviously. Right. This was when you needed a partnership to get paid. Yeah. So he's like, "Hey, I'm a representative." He sent me a an email. He sent me an email. I'm literally twelve years old. I don't know how I didn't like see this coming. I'm so popping. I'm so euphoric with all the all the. All the hype that's coming my way, and I'm just ready to go. I know that I'm there and I'm in YouTube partnership like territory, and so I'm basically just waiting at this point. I get an email from a YouTube partner. Excuse me, a YouTube partnership representative saying, hey, I'm a part of YouTube partnerships um, and I'm ready to and I've seen your videos and I'm ready to go ahead and bring you into the YouTube partnership um, platform. We want to get you paid the third. It was a pretty well written email for him being a 12 year old as well. Um, <laughs> I, I get he's like, just reply to this email with your with your with your password. He's like, email. I got him with this one. with dad. Can you with help your me email password check? and your email, your YouTube email and password? Oh and I give God. it to him, bro. And no, I, and, and, in, and within ten minutes, my account is like compromised. And and we all knew it was him. We all, it wasn't. It was it, we all knew it was him. Fucking HD, fucking loser. Actually, actually, he actually he exposed that it was him. He wasn't even like hiding it. He's like, ha, ha, I he turned it into account. his second channel. It oh was called Beyblader HD, like two. What a something. loser, bro. So, bro, I'm 24 years old. I'll never forget this. I I don't hate you, but I just think that was Beyblader shy- HD. I hate you. I just think I that, will say that
0: to the camera. I just think that I was some
1: shiesty shit that you did to me, bro. I hate you. I think that was some shiesty stuff you did to me, bro. That like, is some shiesty. If, like, if 100%. you like, if you, ever like, I don't know, like I'm pretty, I'm pretty well established these days. Like, if um, if you might have seen like my new content, my,
0: my, 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 music. If you follow me on Instagram, just know hey, I want, I want to talk fo- to you. You better follow his ass, and I will get you on this podcast, and I will. You owe him ten grand. Too, I want, I want, to,
1: <laughs> I want him to. I want him. I just want to talk to him. Why were you such a hater at twelve?
0: Oh, especially. Especially over Beyblades, like, like, bro. I was
1: just popping, bro,
0: and you wanted to like ruin it, bro. Yeah, bro, you yeah. It. Instead, instead of being a hater, you could have capitalized on the content. Like mm-hmm. instead, he decided to be a like, hater. We could
1: have linked up and did some, yeah. some, some, some serious. Actually, I think he started off trying to be my friend, and did, I, I think did I just you talk did. Shit? I didn't have no, I didn't talk mess, bro. But I was very persistent in my in my caricature. Because I was supposed like I was. You're supposed to be arrogant. Like I was this guy. Like so. So the Jenga was the main character of Beyblade. Um, this new this at the time was new. Um, this new season. Jenga Jenga was like like the Beyblade like main character. And so season two. I was well. So. Er, er. You're thinking of original Beyblade. I'm talking about when they came out with those metal Beyblades. like oh, no way. Um, Storm Pegasus and Rock um oh, I, miss, I Rock must have Leon. missed out on that. I yeah, must have missed out on that. If thing. I showed it to you, you'd, re- you'd recognize I it. I probably would. But it was, I was a part of it, it was be- shortly before that it was Bakugan. Bakugan was short-lived yeah. because Beyblade came in and knocked him out the water. Bakugan got knocked out real quick. Real quick by Beyblade. So um, By the re-emerging of Beyblade. But anyway, so I was... I my basically my channel's niche was me dedicating myself to being this image of a main character. Right. I main characterized myself and <laughs> the, the, the 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 You created
0: your own mythos. Bro,
1: like I I literally had a fan base like surrounding me being the main character well i was the main character you were also you were
0: also so like 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 every anime protagonist yes. who has a little ego just kept bragging yeah about how amazing, i had to i had to how though. amazing and he was pressed, pressed. He i won't was not lie I,
1: I did a great job of of creating this image of the main character the most powerful wielder of of beyblade everything i wasn't mean about it but i was like I, I mean, we would run Tiny Chat um, webinars. So I would host these Tiny Chat. You remember Tiny Chat? Yeah. We would run these Tiny Chat webinars with me and my friends who were the Bladers and they would ask us questions. I'm we surprised would, Tiny Chat bro, even made we, it to you, bro. We basically, we basically had our own podcast webinar situation going on, but with with with, with Tiny Chat with text. Yeah, yeah with that text is and nuts. Like, and our my, my my webcam would sometimes give like faulty like audio and stuff. So, so wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Were you guys talking shit to each other during this? No.
1: No, oh, was, this was more like join our web join join our tiny chat group join our tiny chat like uh, what would you call that like um, group? So it's just uh, like a big this, group chat. Uh, yeah, I'll, at this time where we'll we'll talk about how you guys felt about the new episode we posted, or how you guys talk about how you guys feel about the new videos that we posted.
0: So would they like and they would comment and be like, "Hey, like, the, love
1: your videos, okay. lo- lo- love your love the new Beyblade Real Life episode. Love, uh, hey, I got a question." Um, how what, did you build your Beyblade? Like what 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 parts do you recommend on you yeah, build yeah, yeah, like yeah. cuz there were like stamina tips there were like like there were like um stamina attack tips. Att- attack tips that would help like the Beyblade move across the stadium faster and like attack harder. Bro, I'm
0: putting a magnet in mine so it'll yeah, go yeah, after yours, it, bro. No.
1: There was well the thing is there were like there was like balance drives so you could have a like more stamina. There was it, it was a lot of different technologies that went into it. And so we would run these tiny chat like group um chats and there would be active live questions and join, people joining and I think one day he'd join and he was like, "Hey, can I be in your group?" And I was like, "Hey, we're not taking any new." Like, bro, he took and, that bro, personally. He dedicated himself to to fucking trying to ruin me, bro. It was an, an, the most annoying thing ever. Cause so when he deleted your thing.
0: channel, that was his, or not even deleted, took over your channel. Yeah. He did an evil fucking takeover. Mm-hmm.
1: He deleted all my videos. He posted of he posted like a like a like a like a. This what was that called? Like a Mo- Windows Movie Maker oh. like text type video. Like, like this hey guys, is- this
0: is my new channel.
1: Hey, guy- hey guys, DDMA43 is no longer the owner of this channel. I'm the new owner of Babe Back like, then,
0: you could like take channels. Like people would give channels to you and shit like that. I was did. Horrible. I received a Halo Reach channel from a guy and then I just never... Touched it after it. Like I, d- I used it for like a few things, and I was like, eh, whatever.
1: Bro, it was so easy to get
0: hacked. It was so easy. That's insane, yeah. bro. I feel, I feel for you. Yeah, I really so. do. I've, I've been, I've been scammed in RuneScape too. Okay. I don't know if you ever played RuneScape. I've, I,
1: I know, I have friends that have. Yeah. But
0: like this dude told me he was gonna give me membership, mm. and all of a sudden my account's gone.
1: Yep, it happened a lot. Yep. It happened a lot on Xbox. It happened a lot on PlayStation. Happened a lot on YouTube. I think it was it because the, the dude wanted
0: my, my gamer tag and thing. Because I had. That was a big deal. Yeah, people mm-hmm. had. I had the gamer tag most of the time that people wanted. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. like ever since I was like uh, a kid, like even on Xbox, like we were always trying to have like a cool gamer tag. Right. And even when even when we had like a, a clan, like when mm-hmm. people would. And you shouldn't have a bunch of white dudes saying that they're in a clan. It's just a team. Mm hmm. Six little kids that want to play Call of Duty together.
1: Well, so, nowadays they run tournaments and shit. Like there's well, right. real live tournaments
0: like that. But back then, when you were a pub stomper with your friends, mm-hmm. and like you didn't know anything about that, you guys would change your name all to this like similar things. So like right. me and my cousins would do that. And I talked about this with my brother on the podcast. He got he kind of got he got set up kind of bad. Like we gave him we were doing uh like playing cards, and he got he got queen. So, we kind of set him up kind of bad. We we fucked him up big time on that one. Chase d bro. But, I, look, we didn't try to. Like, we <laughs> were, I, I had the choice between queen and a 10. And I was like, well, I wanted the king. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get that. I didn't get ace. That kind of sucks. So, I'm going to take 10. And that became, my like, my baseball number. So, I don't know. I felt bad for my brother. But then we ended up doing, like, <laughs> Mario Brothers. Yeah. And he was, like, Koopa or okay. something. And yeah. I was, like, King Boo. Mm-hmm. So like we We bounce it out After that Okay But then This dumbass Changed his name To slap a Ho Times two, Oh my god And he got banned In my d- My sweaty thighs <laughs> <laughs> When you can re- The best part Back then is My brother's account Was tied to my dad's email Oh my god So when he When he got banned He My dad got the message Like Hello slap a Ho X2 <laughs> Slap Hello pimp Pimp name Slip
1: back Yeah
0: pimp name Slip back <laughs> Times oh, two That's so funny. Giving you the backhand.
1: Honestly, though, that was the funniest thing when you would play with someone that had, like, a funny-ass, like, gamer tag. It just made you want to either be friends with them or, like, kill them.
0: Well, I mean, there's been so many iterations of, like, of similar things like that. Like, when I would, like, play Call of Duty, even now, like, there's so many people that have shitty gamer tags that... Or just old jokes, but like everyone laughs like you're gonna give Yeah, right. (laughs) Slap a (laughs) hole. Chief slap a hole. Oh my gosh. It makes me feel great because like our you know, we haven't changed very much. Yeah. But at the same at the same time. At the same
1: time I feel like the dawn of like gaming is kind of
0: over. It it is becoming a lot more reacting on YouTube. Like gaming and commentary has to be so... Your content has to be so good. Mm-hmm. Like, Mr. Beast playing video games isn't as popular as Mr. Beast doing, like, a fucking train running through a brick mm-hmm. wall. Like Although he did, Although he did come
1: up... One of his, like, emerging content styles was, like, Minecraft, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, he started out initially gaming. Like, mm-hmm. I think most people did. But then he realized quickly that, like there's a lot more to YouTube and it's a lot more about content creation. Mm-hmm. I think he's a very early visionary about like putting all your eggs in one basket content creation, creation wise, meaning like you do whatever you can to make sure that the video itself mm-hmm. is like has that juicy content. Right. And that's the hardest thing to recognize is yeah. what is content and what isn't. He's got a lot of channels, man. He does. And all of them, all of them have like YouTube plaques, mm-hmm. meaning that like, he independently knows how to grow Mm -hmm. and i think that's a cool thing
1: well nowadays i wouldn't call it so much independent they say that mr beast runs a damn near like a production studio like yes his his platform is a production company
0: that's what my essentially what i kind of wanted to do when i like went into college and like kind of started working in the production realm yeah i thought about that like how can i make these productions in my head possible i would do i did a documentary i did uh, a few ads for like Yamaha and Suzuki and stuff like that. So like I got involved in like you my work was on T V and stuff, you know. But it's like an in part type of thing. Whereas right. Mr. Beast has full control over everything that he that you see. Like I have a good feeling that besides like the integrated ads, like every word of that of that YouTube video mm-hmm. is like kind of pre planned. Not like scripted but like he gets what he wants because he he like makes it possible. Mm-hmm. Not that he has Straight to up. buy it, but like he can he can talk his way into funding anything. I guarantee it. If you yeah. if you walked into a business right now, up to Chase right now, and he wanted to do an ad with them, they would bow at the knee. Well, honestly, because or bend at the knee or lay down. I don't give a fuck. What with, 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 with,
1: with the influence that he's that he's developed on that platform on this platform, I I feel like he's one of his own to come through and host this channel that has his name, his image, but there's a driving powerhouse behind it that would not be able to, that he would not be able to get to where he has gotten. Right. He without does
0: that. have a huge production team. Yeah. And like, he's talked about that on podcast, how like he influenced them to like, you know, put their, all their eggs in that basket right. too, because it has shown to pay off clearly. Like you've got
1: these ten dudes from like six or seven dudes from North Carolina, who basically changed, like, changed like the, the landscape, the landscape of YouTube forever. Yeah, and now is on his way to be the second most subscribed channel, if not the first most. Well, subscribed Well, t-, t series, T series, but no one counts.
0: No one those. gives a shit. Yeah, whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, I think about how Mr. Beast, you know, got his start, and that's going to you know his production team and being like, "Hey, did he pre- did he pass
1: PewDiePie's subscriber count?"
0: Yeah. Damn. Yeah.
1: We've been waiting for this moment. It's been
0: a, it's been it's been coming. Like we've it, been waiting for this moment. It's nuts that a year ago, I think I remember playing video games or something like that with some friends and saying like, "Mr. Beast will be like the biggest YouTuber of all time. Like, he's gonna be somebody that like will."
1: If, I feel like I realized that three years ago, like when, in the pandemic when he right. was just pumping that's up, what I,
0: I guess he didn't slow down. Yeah, I guess he that's what I meant. Out. 2020, like early 2020, I was in Arizona for like a, a spring break trip with my yeah. dad and we were playing golf. And I remember seeing like a TikTok of him because Mr. Beast played baseball. Mm-hmm. So like he, he it was a, a video of him hitting dingers. And I was just like, this dude could do anything. Like he literally sets his mind to something and he does it. And I love that. And I like, don't
1: see anybody surpassing him, mm-hmm. not for years. To I go. mean, I,
0: ev- everybody in the world would love to. Like everyone's talks. Like, I, I love talking about things I'm good at. I I will be the first one to tell you what I'm good at. But I definitely know for a fact that there are so many things that he is better at than me. There's one person that
1: ride. I could see coming close, and that's Dream. But Dream, that's it.
0: He's, he's I feel like the face reveal fucked everything oh, up. Oh, you think so? A hundred percent. Because you had this mythos that you could have continued to just milk... For eternity, bro. Yeah. You could you could yeah. have traded the yeah, dream. too early. You could have traded the dream thing off to somebody. Like the 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 person could change, but the mask stays the same. Sure. This could be like the Batman type of thing, where like you create a mythos around the dream mask mm-hmm. and how like wearing it is like that's the the thing that makes the person is mm-hmm. wearing the mask, not the person behind it. Mm-hmm. Like you become the personality when you wear it. It's almost like like you could have continued that but i think and i think this is the funniest thing he was about to go to twitchcon so he needed to show his face so girls would be like oh that stream. i want to have sex with him because he's old enough now it's a theory i know my theories have been bold pretty bold this podcast i saw that he went to twitchcon yeah and i think it was for poon i think he face revealed so for. i love
1: the immediate um Comparisons that he got to uh, Shane Dawson. Oh, he looks exactly like Shane Dawson. He looks exactly like Shane <laughs> Dawson, except
0: for like a like a if the troll face was integrated somewhat into his face, like a little
1: can... bit of a harder chisel on the yeah, chin. Yeah, dude, his chin is. He looks like Shane Dawson in like
0: 2010, bro. You could. You could lay him on this side, and like his chin is flat enough on the side where you could like cut things. Like you could, you can Yeah, he's got a sharp ass chin, dude. Bro, I feel bad for any girl that he has sex with because he's probably putting that. If he puts it on her forehead, he's he's probably leaving oh, an wow. indent. He's <laughs> fucking stabbing her in the forehead.
1: Stabbing, he stabs. Stab. Yeah,
0: he's like, oh, your your chin's in my eye. It's just.
1: <laughs> no I I think that um also the like the, the priority of where. People are trying to become most popular on is kind of oh it's, it's kind of shifting from yeah. YouTube to Twitch and to to, to Discord and to Tik TikTok for sure. TikTok is probably the the most popular social media platform right now, um, but Twitch is on its way as well.
0: Twitch is and um, I I don't know. YouTube Live is if they can integrate a little bit more. Twitch uh, and YouTube have Twitch been going hand-in-hand hand Yeah, lately. but it's like I can't find live streams that I want to see like yeah. as easily as I can on Twitch. Like, yeah. If I want to go see uh, a YouTuber that I really like who is live streaming, I have to be subscribed to them. I have to set sure. reminders. I have to do all this stuff yeah. just so I can see because I'm not even subscribed to that many people. Because YouTube
1: is subscription-based.
0: Yeah, I'm not even subscribed to that many people, and yeah. if there are a lot of people who are watching... That are subscribed to more people than me i imagine your subscription box is filled with so much shit
1: that's probably why tiktok is so popular because if you not only if you watch a certain type of content on yeah. tiktok but if you frequently watch so say one dude's content comes up on your for you page you watch that whole video through. It's gonna recommend that, You see that, him yeah. come through a few more times through the week. Eventually, you basically follow that guy yeah, without you following don't. him. Even if you don't, yeah. Yeah, but yep. so it's like you you could watch a content creator and not be subscribed to them, but by the time you or follow them, sorry, by the time you follow them, you already are privy of their content. And 100%. so it's like, bro, I watch your videos. Or oh, are you followed? No, well, you're on my For You page like every single day. <laughs> what what, that's just as good. Yeah. That's like, as a content creator, I'm not mad at
0: that. Yeah. I'm going to take that too. I'm not mad at that. If I start posting clips, which I'm, you know, I've, I've racked up a few episodes. This will be episode eight. Mm -hmm. Um, like I'm going to start putting out clips and having a clips channel where like all of the podcasts just have the funny moments. And then they're just going to see this, like, you know, they're going to see you. They're going to see other people in the podcast. They're going to be like, Oh yeah, I remember Mm -hmm.
1: that. Mm hmm. Exactly. And then by the time more and more episodes come through, they'll start to become... I think it's like, see the content first. Obviously, TikTok is like, see the content first, get it circulating. And then your brain starts to kick in as the consumer that you've seen this before. And now it's coming back as like, 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 um, not nostalgia, but like um, deja vu. Right. You're following them. Off of a deja vu consensus. Oh, I've
0: seen the same TikTok a million times, but yeah. like repost it. Yeah. And exactly. it's just because like the algorithm sees that you like that video and watch it a couple of times mm-hmm. and it's like, well, maybe you like it again. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, I did, but I liked it before when I hearted the video, not when somebody reposted it. Mm-hmm. I think there is that algorithm. And I don't know if you heard this rumor, but like TikTok in America is different than TikTok in China. Um, So TikTok in China... They like promote more successful things, like more like, like, like if a high schooler does a pole vault that's our new record in Japan, like they're going to post that and that's going to get a million views. TikTok versus in China, somebody can, falling,
1: it can be very like it, it can, po- it can, it can surround a lot of like, um, like, like, like local sports or like political mm. stuff or like, um,
0: well, it's a like, very controlled medium. Yeah.
1: It's like, it's like, because you got to look at social media in that. In that area, anyway, yeah. Um, it's it's not so freelance. It's not so it's not so like I guess public. What what, what would you call that? Like so, um,
0: widespread, I guess. widespread,
1: like free. Like someone yeah. who's co- someone, someone who's like in America, it's a social media platform. Yeah. Versus maybe in China, it could be more so of like a. Only this kind of content is allowed, right? And and, and 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 now it's like a influential kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and I I wonder if America has already predisposed themselves to like liking dumb stuff anyways, and it's maybe yeah. not even under the control of well, yeah. TikTok itself. Like Vine,
1: bro. Vine, oh yeah, yeah. When, when when TikTok emerged, it got treated like, like new Vine. Vine. Yeah, it like, did. So, com- comedy emerged. I mean. Still, the number one one of the like most popular types of content on TikTok is comedy, yeah. And so, um, that was the initial thing. And then people realized, wait, it took a minute for people to realize, and I don't even know if it started off this way, but now TikTok's like advertisement campaign is go viral, TikTok, go viral, go viral. But, but when people initially realize that it could, it is easy to go viral, it's hard to say if TikTok started that campaign before or after that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But eventually it started to be recognized. I just think that now you can make anything and go, I see the stupidest stuff.
0: Anything can anything. go viral. And yeah. it's just a matter of if somebody vibes with like the moment that happened, like that key right. moment that happens right. in a TikTok. Right. Whatever it's, it
1: be. Yeah. You, it's it's as simple as having something um so funny or so, like random on your phone that you just recorded and just posting it, yeah. And everyone that that has that sense of com- like comedy that sees it is going to engage with it, and that's going to send it to more people who watch those kind of videos and more people who watch those kind of videos. Now you've got a bunch of people who agree on the same kind of humor, yeah. Engaging, it's relatable. It I mean, how do you, how do you be the, more relatable? Right, right, exactly. So it's like ten people who thought that video was funny out of a bunch of people who swiped past it engage. Then it sent it to twenty more and thirty yeah. more, and it's like, okay, now yep. you've got now you've got now you've got your fan base. And I, I, that, I was
0: I loved this video that I found. It was Ted Nivison. He was like, I'm gonna try to create a viral TikTok sound, and I thought that like the experiment itself was so interesting because mm-hmm. like. Yes, anything can get popular, but mm-hmm. you have to hit the market and you have to hit that right note where people are like, oh, I can use this myself mm-hmm. too. Because what gets popular is when pe- other people use your sound. Right. No, oh, yeah,
1: that's if you can make a sound,
0: you're, yeah. you're popping. So I, fa- I made a sound for, for like a video of my cat, and then I like used it for something else. And mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if other people would use that. So I'll I'll even like show it in the in the video of this and like see and I'll show people like hey this is a way you can you know this is a sound that you can use to like make it into other things because like I could right. think of a million things to make it into. Mm-hmm. It's like that dude with the Chad chin mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm better, I'm stronger. Right, 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 right. He's he's gone off of that now. Yeah. But he still does the Chad face. So mm-hmm. like you know you yeah he found his gimmick. Mm-hmm.
1: Bro, there's. <laughs> That's goals, bro. Honestly, like, is
0: to find a gimmick or to get viral on TikTok for a sound.
1: It, like having a funny video go viral is, or having a great video go viral is great. But having a sound that you created and have that picked up, yeah, it starts with having a viral video, though. Yeah, it like does. you, like like you've got to have that video that people are so highly engaged with that they're begging for you to make it into a sound. And now it's just it's th- it's there forever. Is that you? Ooh. Oh, it's my girl.
0: You can you can answer. It.
1: Hey, I'm doing a podcast with Taylor. I'll call you back, babe.
0: i wave, wave. I want to wave. Oh, you want to wave? Hi.
1: Hello. Oh, she no. hung up. She's probably just woke up. She's like, "What are you doing?" All
0: right. Um, I was gonna say you're about to head out, aren't you?
1: In about. 12 minutes yeah 13 minutes okay yeah
0: no i i appreciate you you, you even taking the time to yeah, do yeah no problem dude. i mean we've been talking about this for a while because i mean i have an idea for a podcast for us i'm not revealing that yet that's that's in the works <laughs> uh but the the talks of the production company are going to be real because i really do want that like mm-hmm. i'm i'm stupid passionate about creating a space that i can use not only for myself but for other people to uh i'd love to see that man there's a lot of people who need an outlet i I, i'm a huge advocate
1: for people shining light on the people yeah um and i love that you want to use your drive and talent and inspiration to to extend that um someone like me who is a creative and, and and an artist and all that first um and a content creator second i feel like that's something that I've been wanting to see yes. happen.
0: And I want to promote the people that come through. Like if there's somebody that comes through my production, uh, you know, my production bay or whatever it is in the future, like I'm definitely shouting them out. Right. Like that, that space that they're going to be using is going to be, you know, heavily utilized to just promote the growth. I don't think it's just going to be within Minnesota. I'm hoping people from all over will come to just use it right. as, as a space, but you know, it's going to start locally, right? obviously. So, um, to those of you guys who are, are listening I sure. thank you for listening to the Taylor Price Podcast <laughs> this has been episode 8 with Jordan Anthony I mean I feel like good to have uh, I've been lucky to have a, a good buddy with, that's creative thank you man. around the way and you you, you let me into me. your friend circle yesterday I feel like yeah after uh, taking some time off from hanging out with, with a lot of dudes. Yeah, I, for sure. I spent so much time in college hanging out with girls that, like, <laughs> hanging out with <laughs> dudes is, like, That's we- a flex. <laughs> it's so weird. I lived with four girls in college, bro. Jeez, like, bro. it was nuts. I told you about that a little Don't bit. Don't let the wife hear that. Does she know? Yeah, she does. But oh, okay. they're, they're all my friends. And they were for all sure. they were all dating people. Like, yeah. so, for me, it was, like, just a wait. And so, there's an old town law in the college town I went to where if you have more than four girls in a house, it's they classify the house as a brothel. And this is still intact now. It's still an intact law that they haven't gotten rid of in this town. Okay, give, remind me what a brothel is. Uh, basically a whorehouse. Oh, damn. Like, but where prostitutes like, oh, oh going no. to stay. Oh, no. Right, so any, if you have five... It's pretty conservative, o- isn't it? Oh, yeah. Pretty old townish. So they had to get around it on campus. So on campus, they created a dorm, a 13-floor dorm that was only girls so that the girls weren't technically living in the same space they were just living in rooms mm-hmm. that were separated by two or three you know girls that's weird right so the to get around that my roommates were well there's five girls that wanted to move into a place together and one of them had to get you know the short end of the stick yeah and it was the girl they didn't like uh, so those four girls were like hey you want to move in with us and i was like sure whatever <laughs> wow whatever right
1: well, thanks for having me man. no i appreciate I you really stopping appreciate by
0: it. and in the future um i was going to show you a few games real quick sure we, we can end the podcast technically i'm not going to stop recording but sure uh i appreciate you coming by and uh yeah. if you guys like this video hit the subscribe button and subscribe to all my all his socials over here i'm gonna hit for that sure. again yeah so his his at is jordan j-y-r-d-x-n D-X-N yes. at
1: um j-y-r-d-x-n on instagram tiktok and i think think that's it but through those socials you can find my other socials so. yes and um, you gotta
0: hit him up on youtube and, and yeah. spotify too his music is amazing and yeah. you're gonna be <laughs> hearing you. uh that before on the intro and in the outro some of your music yeah um and then we'll be looking forward to that intro song thank you man in the future. i appreciate it All you're right. the man appreciate you